Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Daily Journey with Christ. Today is Monday, April 24th, and that means my finals are over. It is really exciting because there's been this weight on my chest of this stress and knowing like I have final after final. It's just knowing now that it's like I have now four months to focus on me, focus on my mental health, dive into God's word more and be able to figure out what God wants for me in my life and just knowing my purpose and not having that school is going to be able to give me more time to focus on myself is I think everyone needs to prioritize more than their own mental health and I'm excited to see what the next four months bring is I have a lot planned I have a lot um, going on is I'm excited because my sister is driving currently from Calgary to come stay with me for a few days and I have not seen her since I think it was last August is the last time we saw each other in person. We do talk all the time, but it's so much different when you can actually hang out with um, your family in person again. And she's not actually my biological sister. Is My parents ended up um, taking her and her brother in when their mom got really sick when we were younger. And as we grew up together and did everything together, and my parents were their guardians for a while, it just became one of those things that everyone considered them my siblings and I got to have the little sister that I never had when I was younger. And so that she came into our life when I was about 12. And so you can see what I mean by the, it's the little sister I never had. And so I got her when I was 12 and we definitely have always acted like siblings. We have the love-hate relationship, but as we've gotten older, we've got a lot closer and I'm super excited that she's coming and I get to spend some days with her and yeah, neither of us have to focus on school since she's in school full-time, I'm school full-time and being able to just have a fun few days and just not really have anything holding us down is going to be great. As for the rest of my day, I decided after my final, I went and spent a few hours at a spa day by myself. So I got a full body massage. I got a facial. I got a head massage. I got my hair, um, hair conditioned, I guess it was called. And so I'm just in a really good mood overall. Tonight, I am going to go do an escape room with my sister, as we always love doing fun adventures and challenges. And we'll see what the night brings. But I did want to dive into God's word first before um, she comes is we're going to have a busy night. But like I always say, you need to prioritize time for God. And that's what I'm doing since she will be here in about an hour. And yeah, but I decided that I wanted to read in the book of Micah. And I don't know why, but Micah was kind of put on my heart is it's one of those books that I've actually never read start to finish. And so I thought maybe this is a good time to do it as I can truly focus and dive into it. It, um, according to this, is the book of Micah is written by Micah himself. And the audience is the people of Israel in uh, Judah, especially the oppression land grabbers who supported Israel's corrupt political and religious leaders. It is suspected that this book is written between um, 700 and 650 BC, so 700 700 and 650 um, years before Christ came. And the overall theme of this book is Micah's message alternates between prophecies of doom and prophecies of hope. The theme is divine judgment and deliverance. And yeah, so I'm just a 
excited to actually read about this is because Micah's one of those characters, not characters, Micah's one of those people that you don't really hear about much in other books of the Bible. Um, you get a bit about him in Jeremiah and, um, that's really the only one I can kind of think of. He might be somewhere else, but for now I can only think of him being in Jeremiah mentioned, but since I am still a newish believer, I'll say, is I haven't grown up within the church is I can always learn something from my Bible. And even for people who have grown up in the church, there's always something God can put on your heart because we can read this over and over and over again, but there's always going to be something that stands out or you interpret different or you realize that, oh, that's what God meant in that. And so, yeah. So today we are going to read Micah chapter one. And Micah chapter one reads, the word of the Lord that came to Micah of Moreseth during the reign of Jothan, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, the vision he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. Hear you peoples, all of you, listen earth and all who live in it, that the sovereign Lord may bear witness against you, the Lord, from his holy temple. Look, the Lord is coming from his dwelling place. He comes down and trends on the heights of the earth. The mountains melt beneath him and the valleys split apart, like wax before the fire, like water rushing down a slope. All this is because of Jacob's transgression, because of the sins of the people of Israel. What is Jacob's transgression? Is it not Samaria? What is Judah's high place? Is it not Jerusalem? Therefore, I will make Samaria a heap of rubble, a place for planting vineyards. I will pour her stones into the valley and lay bare her foundations. All her idols will be broken to pieces and her temple gifts will be burned with fire. I will destroy all her images since she gathered her gifts from the wages of prostitutes and the wages of prostitutes they will be again be used. Because of this, I will weep and wail. I will go about barefoot and naked. I will howl like a jackal and moan like an owl. For Samaria's plague is incurable. It has spread to Judah. It has reached the very gate of my people, even to Jerusalem itself. Tell it not in Gath. Weep not at all in Beth Oprah. Roll in the dust. Pass by naked and in shame and who live in Sapphire. Those who live in Zanan, Zanan will not come out. Beth, Ezel, is in mourning. It no longer protects you. Those who live in Meroth writhe in pain, waiting for relief, because disaster has come from the Lord, even to the gate of Jerusalem. You who live in Lachish, harness, harness fast horses to the chariot. You are where the sin of daughter Zion began, for the transgressions of Israel were, were found in you. Therefore, you will give parting gifts to Moraseth, Gath, the town of Akzib, and prove deceit, deceptive to the kings of Israel. I will not bring a conqueror against you who live in Marasah. The nobles of Israel will flee from Adalam. Shave your head in the morning for the children in whom you delight. 
Make yourself as bald as the vulture, for they will go from you in exile. And that is Micah chapter 1. The first thing that's kind of coming to my head right now is, wow, there's a lot of words that I don't know how to pronounce. There's a lot of names that I don't know how to pronounce. And there's a lot of places I don't know how to pronounce. And so I think it's just really interesting to see like the style of writing compared in the Old Testament to the New Testament. And I'm still using the same translation of my Bible, but it's just definitely different. And of all that, the thing that kind of stood out to me is like when it says, look, the Lord is coming from his dwelling place. He comes down and treads on the heights of the earth. And for this is, I think it's always important to note that in this time they knew the Lord was coming. And it's important for us to know that the Lord is still going to come back and that um, because because of this, I will weep and wail. I will go about barefoot and naked. I will howl like a jackal and moan like an owl. And so here, it, it's kind of going like Micah laments not only the imminent destruction of Samaria, but also the coming invasion of Judah. Um, is kind of what it's all talking about here. When you're talking in the first part here, when it's talking about um, hear you peoples, all of you, listen earth and all who live in it, that the sovereign Lord may bear witness against you, the Lord from his holy temple. This is just very much for us to realize that. How do I word this? Kind of what I'm kind of understanding is like this chapter here is kind of talking about the first cycle of judgment that is coming over um, from everything. And it's just kind of putting a context of what's actually happening. And yeah. I always, whenever I read the Old Testament, I always wonder how I perceive it versus someone actually from the Middle East. Because for us, we use a lot of descriptive words. And um, people of the East, they use a lot of... um, imagery and um, understanding of what the land's like. So this one definitely is going to involve some more deep reading into. Um, But yeah, that kind of is Micah chapter one. We will read into Micah chapter two tomorrow. And I know that kind of talks about um, human plans and God's plans and false prophets. So that will be an interesting read for sure. But I think at the end of the day, what's important about Micah chapter one is realizing that there is judgment against Samaria and Jerusalem and that there is a lot of weeping and mourning occurring because of all of what has gone wrong and the judgment and the idols and the sin that is happening in these places. But for now, that sums today up and I am going to go make dinner and go have a fun evening with my sister. Anyway, good night, everyone.